What's up, fam? Welcome to the Most Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 113. Yee-haw! Back in the saddle. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Recording on Thursday, September 2nd, 2021. I am John Swanson. Today joining me is back from the dead, Chris. I am risen. Salty Stern, Sternum. Um, Yeah, been a little bit of a summer vacation hiatus hibernation period here but i'm glad to be back yeah you got a lot of shit going on with move and all fun kind of things i'm in bed right now everyone because i have nowhere else to record (laughs) i think we've all been can say we've been there maybe not all of us but a lot yeah (laughs) and by that i mean at least you and i I could do the thing that like everyone on npr did when they were recording from home and just like hide in my closet with the mic (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah classy uh, move i would have to move boxes um, to do that anyways yeah man it's good to record with you again it's been uh a long time man. we took a couple weeks off and uh yeah i haven't chatted with you for a while so this will be a good uh catch up for us mm-hmm. uh if you want to be part of the conversation or if you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on you can reach us at mn gamers podcast on the twitter if you don't use Twitter, you can send us an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. And you can also reach us at our Google voicemail, which is 507-291-2991. And if you, that's just, that's a lot of stuff. There's also our website, which is mostlynormalgamers.com, which you can go and check us out there. Um, and then we haven't, I think we're going to do a hiatus on there. We're taking a hiatus on the, Substack the newsletter, but uh, you can find previous issues of that at mngamers.substack.com. And hopefully we'll get back to that one of these days, maybe when, I don't know, man, there's change on the horizon in our personal lives that maybe will allow us more time to record so um, and do fun things like that. But, you know. Technically, this hope, is the first is lost, month Chris. that we would be taking a break, you know? Yeah. For the Substack, I think. True. Uh, it would be anyhow. like a week from Monday or whatever, but... Exactly. Anyway. And you'd be like, hey, you guys should write something. I'd be like, I will. And then next Sunday would come and I'd be like, oh, fuck. It's all good, man. Um, let's get into what we were playing. How about you go first? Because I've been on more recently or some other good reason. Um. Slay the Spire has, like, taken a hold of me, and it will not let go, and it's awesome. Um, That's good, man. Are you pretty familiar with that game, John? Yeah, I've never played it, because I'm not huge on, uh, like, card battlers or whatever, but um, I'm familiar with it, and I think it's cool. It is, like, Hades tier in terms of how good the loop is. so I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago when I was on last. Um, I have been able to clear the game with the first three characters. And then you get these things called ex- ascension levels, which are like adding difficulty to each run with them. Um, and I actually ended up liking the game so much that I bought it again on Switch and then oh, nice. uh, did a clear with each of the first three characters and a clear on an ascension level or two with them. <laughs> um on switch um because i had been playing it over game pass 
Um, and so it was something where while I could use like Game Pass to play it on my phone or something like that, it is uh, basically a perfect fit for playing on the Switch and just like doing a quick check-in and you can play like one fight and put it down and come back and it's perfect. Um, I'm starting to enjoy the creativity that they have in the way that three main different classes are differentiated from each other. Um, and then within each of those classes, there's a whole bunch of variety in the kind of things you can try to build for. They each have like a couple of different like keywords associated with the cards you get. And so like a keyword would be something like poison, which is something the silent class can use. And so um, there'd be a number of different cards that have like a poison ability on them. And you can use that as a way of like building around it. Um, and so it's just been really cool to see the ways that the different like characters inner like own stuff interacts with it so like the silent has an ability that lets you get uh spend one and you get four low damage attacks in your hand for that turn right uh that when mm -hmm. you use them they disappear and then it also has a card that lets you every time you do unblocked damage you add one point of poison and so what you can do there's like a natural combo there of like throw out the four daggers each of them's adding a point of poison and the poison's just building over time and building and building and building and all of a sudden the poison damage is like way more than anything a single card you could do is and so there's a bunch of really satisfying interactions like that um and it's just like the art's pretty good the cards feel like they're really interesting and thoughtful and like push you in interesting directions with what you should try and do and the game is hard and fun. Um, so I've really been enjoying Slay the Spire. Um, I do think it looks cool. Are the animations pretty badass, like when you play spells and stuff? I do think that's probably one of the coolest aspects of it is it's obviously like quasi-turn-based, and uh, but it, if the animations and such are like... I don't know what to say, like more, I don't know, akin to like an actual, I'm sorry, I'm going to use the term actual game. And I, I don't mean it in like a, like a, as a pejorative a game. That's like real time. Yeah. Like a button mashing, like I'm playing monster hunter or, or uh, rise, which I'll talk about later. And that's just basically like mashing buttons for the most part. <laughs> and this is like kind of the opposite of that, where it takes a lot more time and the, the strategy of it. But, I wonder if I would dig it simply because the like when you play a game of magic with a friend or whatever, like you don't have those like visual cues that are kind of the appeal of video games, I guess, at least for me, you know, mm -hmm. the, the animations and cutscenes and that kind of thing that you get. Um, there's so definitely be more appealing. Yeah, there's definitely like visual feedback, but the animations are all pretty simple and straightforward um like you're you're not getting any big like visualization of each move that you're choosing to use sorry i'm trying to pull videos up because um it's the kind of yeah, game that like once you doing. get in once you get in the loop of it it just like i'm not even paying attention to the character animations that much i'm just looking at health bars and stuff <laughs> yeah um anyways uh i also like watched a little bit of this streamer jorbs which is like the go-to streamer for everyone to recommend uh, people check out um, in terms of wanting to learn the game. 
Yeah, like it's really not that animated. One thing that stands out to me is like the monster art and character art, like for character design wise, is really cool, but it doesn't have any like grandiose animations or anything like unique to each card, um, which is something that's really cool about Hearthstone, but I won't get into that. Um, The only other game that I've really had on my radar is Fortnite. I got two victory royales while I was playing on Switch, and I have uninstalled the game and am <laughs> only playing it as part of my job now. When uh, kiddos in our shelter want to play Fortnite, I'll I'll be able to pick up the sticks and actually hang a little bit instead of being a weight tied to their ankles. <laughs> yeah, but um, Mike but, Lowry's coming, dude. Didn't you hear? Oh, I did. Stay around for Mike Lowry. I don't think I know who Mike Lowry is. Isn't that amazing? Oh, no, it's not. I'm like this has to be. And this isn't really part of the news, so that's why I'm not mm, going to bother mm. to talk about it there. But uh, Fortnite skin of Will Smith. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just yeah, was yeah. like, Will Smith's in the game. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it's actually Mike Lowry from a fantastic action movie series called Bad Boys. That I think, I wonder, I don't, I'm not sure when the first one was out, but kind of a really random 90s. thing they throw, they're throwing in there. I... um. You know, maybe they're trying to to gear up for Bad Boys Four because the third one was so well received. <laughs> but you yeah, what that, now? oh, just uh, they put out a, a Bad Boys like much much later in the era sequel. Uh, yeah, I ju- I saw that in the theaters. Uh, I'm a huge Bad Boys fan. I love those movies, man, and. Uh, yeah, I Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in that like the time period of the first one was uh, fantastic, man. You couldn't really uh, pick a better like comedy action team than I guess. Uh, what's the series that I've never seen it um, with? Uh, God damn, I'm blacking on all the names. Uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Chris Tucker. You know which ones I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, Rush Hour. Uh, Rush Hour. I've never seen those, but I've heard those are good. Loved Rush Hour 1 and 2 when I was growing up. 3 kind of jumped the shark for me. Yeah. This is very similar, I think, in that regard, because the first one was really good, and then it just slowly went downhill. But anyway. Yeah. uh, I do want to hear what you have to play, but I do want to give my little... My cousin's husband works on the team that makes Fortnite at Epic. Little disclosure there. So take the fact that oh, I yeah. think it's an addictive and well-designed game with a grain of salt if you feel the need to do that. Um, anyways, go on, John. Sorry for cutting you off. Um, that's okay. I have been playing Monster Hunter World. No, Monster Hunter Rise. That's not going to happen. Like in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, kind of. But less creepy, I guess. In Talk to aspects. me about this game. Convince me to start playing it's, this game again, John. Dude, it's... Uh, did you ever play World? I No, Rise was my first Monster Hunter, and all I did was go to oh. the tutorial area and try out weapons, and I never touched it again. Oh, yeah. It's... I don't know, man. It's got a very addictive... Speaking of addictive games, very addictive loop where... Like, you're just hunt monsters, obviously, or go find... The side missions are kind of like you go find, I don't know, 10 of this plant or 
10 of this whatever and species of whatever and take photos so it has that aspect to it it's not just it's like hunting and gathering i would say more so than just monster hunter um stay tuned for the sequel monster and monster hunter and gatherer uh just kidding i don't think it's they're gonna and then monster from... farmer and then monster rancher and we've come full circle <laughs> oh man and we go everything will work out just fine um but the i do stand by i know i played it a while a few months ago and i was kind of uh down on it due to the shitty graphics on the switch and i stand by that i think it compared to monster hunter world 2 which obviously it's not the PlayStation 4, but um, it does look like garbage. The environments and stuff do. It looks very uh, pixelated and cubicle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it still is super fun to play. So, uh, yeah, um, that and you have like a Palamute that you could ride and you still have a Palico and they are, I feel like maybe it's because there's two of them, but they feel actually more supportive in this game than they were in Monster Hunter World, which is cool. And then you can recruit other buddies, other Palicos and Palamutes, and have them go on missions for you and uh, get resources and stuff, which is kind of cool. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five or uh, Peace Walker, where you like built a crew of people and then sent them out as your sentries on missions and stuff like um and then they come back with you know resources and this is all in the interest of basically just building better gear better armor and weapons and then going through that loop over and over again and i'm not sure what it is about monster hunter like at least world and rise but i find it incredibly satisfying where i could just sit here and play it pretty much just like non-stop uh because it's so fun to it's also got a little bit of a survival element in it too, where you do have to not watch your stamina and health unless you're in uh battle, but also just when you get back from battle, you don't auto, like your potions don't auto populate. You have to like go in there and craft stuff and make sure you're stocked the way you want to. If a monster is going to be, have an ice element or a fire element, or a blight element like you have to be prepared with your items appropriately in order to go into it um so there is a little bit of that strategy there which i find very satisfying it's just got a a lot of satisfying aspects of it and it kind of all culminates in this very satisfying and addictive play loop awesome is that a good sales pitch Talk to me about the combat because you were saying that you think it's kind of button mashy sometimes, but I've always thought I've always heard people talk about it as very deliberate and almost the way of like a Dark Souls game. I think it depends on which weapon you go with, man. Like I used the charge blade primarily in Monster Hunter World, which supposedly is like the hardest weapon in Monster Hunter. Mm. Uh, But like even that isn't it wasn't what I would call like hard really um and it certainly could be i feel like the motions are too fast for you to uh i would not compare it to dark souls man in any way you okay. you can make errors and uh 
not pay dearly for them pretty regularly. And you also have copious potions and stuff. There are some things like you can get, you don't die, you faint. I don't know if you knew that or not. And you can also faint like a total of three times before it kicks you out and you have to try again. Oh, so, so you have um, three lives. Basically, I, yeah. I miss games with lives. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does proportionately decrease your rewards for each hunt um, if you do faint. Mm, okay. So there is like a penalty. And there are some bullshit things where like you'll get hit by a monster. Like earlier today, I got hit by a monster. And while I was in midair, uh, as I was coming down, the monster like slid into the place where I was landing and like did its attack again. And I mm. fainted with two hits. So as far as like you can definitely get fucked up quick and you do you can't just endlessly attack a monster without paying attention to what it's going to do. Um, you do have to be aware of that. And also, if you if it catches you in the middle of an animation, you can't skip through that animation. Um, mm. So I guess there are aspects of it I could kind of liken to uh, a Dark Souls game, but also it um, you have a lot of resources. Like, you know, you're not using uh, blood vials and then you only have a finite amount. of. I mean, you do have a finite amount of them, um, but you can't. You can always make more. It's not that big of a deal. And also, when you're using an item, you're using that item. Like, you can't, uh, again, to liken it to Dark Souls, you can't do anything, and you're not immune while you're taking that potion or whatever. They can give that monster, if it sees you, it can still fuck you up. So, okay. I guess I can see the comparisons, but in no way is it nearly as challenging as a Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Or cool, cool, cool. You played Sekiro, didn't you, man? I beat Sekiro. Oh, dude. Did you on PC? No, I played it on my uh, my Series X, I think I played it on. Oh. I might I might have to get that on PlayStation, man. I've, sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but I just uh, have been wanting to play that game again recently. Uh, and then I also... Uh, any more questions about Monster Hunter Rise? It's good. I would recommend if you, especially if you've never played World Man, like it. Kind of, it does take a little bit to get into it, and there are tons of tutorials. Like I, I finished the game actually, or finished quote unquote. I finished the story, which is not even. That's basically like beginning Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's still tons and tons of content left for me to uncover if I want to, which I will. But um, like. And I got a tutorial after I finished the game. And not just like, congratulations on finishing the game. You can do a new game plus. It's like, no, it's still introducing like new gear and new types of gear and new, <laughs> just new shit. Like it's, it's very tutorial heavy, but it kind of needs it if you've never played one before. So I would recommend giving it a go if you can get past all the tutorials. Cool. Um, cool, cool. I also played a little bit of Psychonauts too. Um, not very much, maybe like less than an hour, I think. And uh, I don't really have much to say about it. I have you? Do you have any inclination to go play that? Have you ever played the first one? I only got through like yeah. the first level of the first one, and so I feel like I need to go play Psychonauts one before I jump into this new one. Is that a wrong-headed place to be at? I guess so. I, th- I feel like people have said like you don't really need to play the first one, but from what I've heard. It, it does give you a very quick synopsis of what happened in the first one. 
um, yeah. which is adequate. And then I also played the VR game, the Rhombus of Ruin. But oh, I, yeah. None of those story elements. And I did play the first one, if I didn't say that already. I But I played it when it was like released, which is fucking 16 years ago. Man. So it was a long I was time in high ago, school. And I don't really remember it. Yeah, right? So I don't really remember it that well. Um, but I, I wouldn't want to go back. It is a 16-year-old game, and I don't know that a ton of games from that generation, 3D action games, like hold up very well. Uh, but this one reminds me of a lot of the first one and how it plays. It's basically just a third-person platformer. So, um, And I've heard it has a lot of good positive things to say i didn't really like uh broken age um mm, at all mm-hmm. did you like that i don't think i ever played it i really double fine is one of those game companies that really like i mostly missed the boat on i think i played some of their xbox live arcade games that came out back on the 360 oh okay like grim fandango no isn't that them it is them i did watch a friend play Grim Fandango growing up, but um, yeah, I think they do have a particular style that you either and even if you, I like have a lot of respect for them and their the studio that they run and everything, but uh, it doesn't necessarily always translate to you liking their games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I want to go. I've heard people talk about this as their game of the year, so um, that's my main reason for wanting to go back because I want to have the perspective as far as that goes. So. I hopefully will go back, but I didn't know if since you have Game Pass, if you were thinking about jumping into it or not. I'm thinking about free. jumping into a lot of stuff with Game Pass lately, but I've uh, yeah, I did play like like five minutes of Boyfriend Dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually, I want to go back to it, but I was going to play it with my girlfriend. That's Costume Quest, Stacking, Iron Brigade. Yeah, that era. Yeah, I played all the demos we'll, for those. We'll uh, talk more about this uh, in the news, which I guess we will get into right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I I thought it would be a good idea to just. I was kind of taken aback when I saw the games that were coming out this month. So I just kind of wanted to cover uh, this September release schedule. Not every game in detail, but just go through it and think about like games that you're stoked for and or curious about. Um, because I think this month is probably like one of the deepest months um, that we have. Release date so, wise. Yeah, like there's just tons of stuff, like just to give you an idea. Um, the, uh, let's see, sorry. Yeah. Sure, it's packed, John. You can't think of one game that releases. Uh, Deathloop, obviously. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits comes out on PS5. Um, that Sable game, which a demo was released during E3, the Death Stranding director's cut. Um, Sable is going to be my, like, this takes me away from everything else I'm doing game this year. I can yeah. tell just having played the demo. I yeah. like it. There were moments where I would just like let the game sit 
and like I would like gradually pan the camera while the ambient music was playing and I just got mm-hmm. like very emotionally overwhelmed. It's it's I've been waiting a long time for this game, John. I cannot believe Sable's coming out. I'm I didn't like, know you were I knew you were looking forward to it, but I didn't know like how long have you even known about it cuz I didn't even know about it before E3 this year. They showed it off at the same E3 that they debuted a trailer for Cyberpunk on the Xbox showcase, okay. I think. And yeah. it like immediately caught my attention. I like had been watching the gifts that the developers have put out over the years. I just it's a visual feast and it's something that like having dipped a toe in, like I'm just ready to spend a ton of time in that world. It Yeah, it is most definitely that like the I played the demo for a little bit mostly uh there wasn't really anything that turned me off about it I just felt like if I was going to play it I would rather just wait until the uh actual games comes out because it was Mm -hmm. going to come this year and I knew you had said that you'd seemed really stoked about it so that's why it caught my attention was when I was reading through this list um because you had uh kind of expressed a pretty strong desire to play it. Um, yeah. I mean, other there's game, some, like I'm looking, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, there's some like really, really interesting stuff uh, happening in this list that I think is maybe like a little bit off the beaten path for people. Um, there's a game called cloud gardens, which has some really beautiful art as well. Uh, com- it's been on PC for a while, but it, uh, so it's been on PC f- for about a year at this point. And uh, it's it's out now on Series X and Xbox One. Um, it's a game where you have a garden that grows on a uh, like regrowing nature on top of a wasteland kind of environment. Um, oh, that's kind of cool. And then uh, <laughs> uh, we have El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron, which is like, I believe, a PS2 or PS3 cult hit game that was like very um peculiar that's getting a re-release on pc for people who never checked it out um it it reviewed really well back in the day but this is a game that i remember from like the one up yours era of video game coverage which is my favorite era of video game coverage Um, (laughs) and it's just kind of cool to see like a game from you know 16 years ago get a re-release on pc kind of out of nowhere um yeah and then there was one la- uh, that fist game that you thought looked really cool for yeah. PS4 and PS5 is on this list. Already pre-ordered it. Uh, WarioWare, uh, get it together, which I forgot to mention. Oh man, I played the, I played the demo of that on my Switch, and it just oh, has okay. that Wario. It has the energy of that series. Um, yeah, I, I heard know, that was you good. It out? No, I'm I'm not really. I've never played really the WarioWare or Mario Party games. Mm-hmm. uh from what i understand they're like kind of similar in the fact that they're like party games but uh well it depends Nintendo on the game party games they're it's it's so hard to describe i don't want to go too long on it but WarioWare, the gba originals like the first couple gba games are some of my favorite video games um they're just so creative and like weird and uh, require you to be on your toes constantly which is something that uh can be fun in in <laughs> limited enough bursts um but yeah i totally forgot that was coming out this month already 
Um, yeah. Kind of crazy. Anything, uh, anything and then, else jumping out to you? Oh, just uh, tons of stuff, man. <laughs> like uh, Deathloop, obviously, I think is probably one of the bigger ones that people are looking forward to. Uh, that Kenna Bridge of Spirits, I think, is going to be fantastic. Uh, it looks really good. Did that get delayed um, or am I confusing it with something Yeah, else? it did. I think it was supposed okay. to be the last month in August and then it just oh, got okay. delayed a month. I thought it was a bigger delay than that. That's good. I'm glad it's coming out. I think yeah, PlayStation fans sure. are hungry, right? I don't know what the last big release has been for PS5. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, Returnal. And oh, then, yeah, that'll do it. I think that's... Well, and like uh, Psychonauts 2 is out on PlayStation. It's just not... Uh, like, well, and I guess Deathloop, if you remember, like, you can't play that on on Xbox, which is so strange because. Give it to me in one Sony... more year. I don't even have time for it anyways. Oh, 100%, <laughs> dude. That's why, like, to be honest with you, I don't know that I'm going to buy it for that exact reason. Like, I don't know if I want to spend $70 on it when there's so many, so many games coming out. Like, I'd rather play Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which I know won't be out on Xbox ever. Mm-hmm. Uh most likely, I mean, uh, because it's a PlayStation exclusive and then wait on Deathloop till uh, next year or whenever it comes out on Game Pass, you know? So uh, why not wait I'm it so out? I'm so interested when you to hear have... what you think of that game when it comes out. Which one? Deathloop? Kena. Kena? Yeah. Kena? 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 I think it's Kena is what I've heard, but I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, there's also like... For those Sonic fans out there, Sonic Colors, which was a, originally, I think, a Wii game, and I've heard it's... Uh, it's one of the good ones. This, yeah, that's... Yes, exactly. I, I didn't want to say it. Uh, <laughs> I had, I've never played it, but I, I remember reading the reviews. You know, I was a religious review reader growing up, and uh, yeah, yeah. it was definitely like, oh, they gave a Sonic game like an 8? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something happened. There was a, a uh, long period for Sonic fans where that was not the case. <laughs> no, uh, I think, well, I guess Sonic Mania is the last one that was really good. And that wasn't that long ago. Um, there was a, a but, gulf between the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But they got the movie, man. They're making a second one. I'm Sonic. Idris Elba is uh, going to voice Knuckles. Are you kidding yeah, me, dude? dude? Dude, that's so random. Like, uh, I love it. Idris I don't know. Elba's- I'm I don't know. Did you see I really the first enjoyed one I that? Yeah, dude, it's good, man. I would awesome. totally recommend seeing it, especially and I'm not really much of a Sonic fan. Like I like the idea of Sonic and like I convince my or try to convince my son to watch the Sonic cartoons all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't I've never been a fan of that's not like the two D ones weren't really my type of two D. Like I'm more of like a two D platformer that's more deliberate, I guess, in what you're doing. Um, definitely and anyway it was just never my thing but the movie is really good and i like the character as like a character i guess but um lost judgment was another one that's coming out Um, oh that's this aj yeah aj mentioned uh tales of arise which is supposed to be really good lost Um, in random was that um kind of Tim Burton inspired claymation looking game with cards and dice and stuff uh, from the yeah. EA plays this year. Uh, that's, yeah. I'm surprised to see that coming out. That actually really caught my eye. Um, 
I think that could be a sleeper thing. Um, For sure, man. So I guess, yeah, my point was like, there are a lot of good games and I'm looking forward to this month. Uh, Hopefully I'll have time to play them. And speaking of games, I wanted to talk about the games that are coming to PlayStation Plus and Xbox Game Pass and see what you kind of thought. Like the Overcooked All You Can Eat, which I don't, I, I do like Overcooked. I played it with a buddy for a while and it was pretty good. And then they got Hitman 2 and Predator Hunting Grounds and None of those really like jump out to me as like, I mean, it's a Hitman 2 or those games are good. The new versions, if you dig that kind of thing, it's not really, I don't, it's not my type of stealth that I like. Mm-hmm. I'm more like Metal Gear kind of stealth. Um, but yeah, what, any thoughts on the PlayStation games? I mean, Overcooked is just a good time. Like, I don't think I've ever met yeah, anyone who's fun. picked it up and played co-op in that and not uh wanted to fight the person they're playing with slash have a fun time yep. at some combination <laughs> of it um so that's cool that it's like offered for free i think um that's like the the new one that's like adding new levels and combining the first two or something i think uh all you can eat um but i could be oh wrong. okay so it and is then, a different one other than uh one or two let's see um am i correct in thinking that weird um here we go sorry i'm going to the official website so we can get our facts checked ah so it's overcooked overcooked to and every morsel of additional content uh to use the food pun that they use in their brand. Oh, that is actually kind of cool then. So it's like everything. Yeah. So it's pretty That's good. That's pretty badass. Pretty good deal there for just being a subscriber. Um, yeah. I never vibed with the Hitman games, but I have thought about diving in. I think, um, you know, I, I respect the fact that people adore them. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool. I think it's cool that they have... Um, some multiplayer stuff going on and some really, you know, strongly reviewed single player stuff. So it's a good lineup. I, it's not like a home run, but I think it's a good solid, like two yeah. base hit to use it's, a baseball. Yeah, it's very, when I don't watch baseball. Yeah. It's a double. <laughs> That's the word rare, I was looking for. <laughs> rare occurrence. Uh, uh, the other thing I think Xbox's game pass offerings, uh, also hit kind of a double at least while i'm looking at them there's that uh final fantasy 13 which i've never played uh signs of the sojourner which is that game that that was on uh, like you the and second i both got episode. on that itch.io yeah. the second yeah, episode yeah. i came i was like oh i played a little bit of this and then i i think i picked it up once to do my test for my streaming setup and i never played more of it um yeah i might give that a shot if it's going to be on cloud console and pc that's cool Surgeon Simulator 2, Nuclear yep. Throne. The standout for me here is actually Final Fantasy 13, and it's because I never gave it a chance because it got reviewed really mediocrely and um, kind of in that same one-up era when I was in college, just they talked about how it was a linear path, like a straight line, and you didn't get to start the real game until 40 hours in. Um, and I think that game's yeah. actually had a reputation rehabilitation in the last decade. 
um, in a way that it makes me really curious to check it out as a fan, uh, although not a fan who's like super well versed in them, but a fan of the Final Fantasy games. I think it's important to check this one out, and it's cool that it'll be easy to access. Um, Word. So is I, it like I an action RPG or is it turn based? It is turn based. Um, it is the thing with the. So I played the demo for Final Fantasy 13 2 on Xbox 360 when I was in college. And um, the game has like a really strict job system where like the fights are kind of like puzzles and you have to like choose the right ability and switch to the right job or stance or something like that. Um, So it's it's supposed to be pretty strategic, but um, I don't know too much about it other than that, except for the fact that lightning is a kick-ass character design. And she like was a virtual model for some fashion brand like Louis Vuitton or something. Gotcha. The important details to recall. Um, What else? Oh, and then towards the end of the list for this month, there's uh, Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, which I heard was a really good uh, Witcher-based game. Uh, oh, that's leaving. On... Oh, that's leaving. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. My bad. That's fine. on there currently, then. That would Red be, Dead Online is leaving. Disgaea 5 on PC is leaving. Forza 7 yeah. is leaving? Wait, Why would they do that's that? That's a thing that happens? I don't know. Game? See, this is what I like. Don't understand about Game Pass, man. Is like, how long? I don't know. Or is everything gonna be available? It seems like I know that they probably are, have contracts with third parties to have games on there for a certain length but of that's time like, before they're allowed elsewhere. That's but part like, of the, the Xbox Trinity is Forza Micro, Forza Halo Gears is like the only three games they ever show consistently. Yeah, don't forget Flight Simulator, man. It's like a, uh, you know, rhombus, I guess. It's like me. They resurrected it from the dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make it a callback. Um, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I'm surprised to see that leaving, that's weird. honestly. Um, yeah, me too, man. Do you... Uh, you got to go here in a minute, right? Yeah, well, let's quick hit on the fact let's, that... Do you want to talk about this PS5 showcase with the different branding? Do you want to talk about that? Or do you want to talk about the uh, best games of Gamescom 2021? I don't know anything about the best games of Gamescom. I just, I heard that they were showing off Elden Ring footage, like watching people play Elden Ring. And I was just like, oh, yeah, shoot. There's a preview. Uh I think we could do a quick rundown and just say um, they delayed Horizon Zero Dawn to February. Uh, They put a date on Halo Infinite, December 8th. They announced a new Saints Row reboot. Uh, They finally showed footage of Lego Skywalker Saga. They showed off uh, Call of Duty Vanguard. They showed off this game Dokevi, which is a weird monster battler with weirdly hyper-realistic creatures. And then they showed off Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is the game from Fraxis, which is uh, basically tactics RPG set in the Marvel universe, uh, which sounds like a game I will play. 
Yeah, that sounds um, right in your wheelhouse, man. I did that. I did that sprint through that uh, from uh, Rise Wood and Adam Vajeska over at Tech Radar, uh, just to do a quick rundown. Um, yeah, that was a solid rundown, man. Because you hit all the important things, like pretty much right off the bat. Uh, I I've never played a Saints Row game, so I'm a bit I'm kind of stoked about that because I feel like I, that's kind of a, a blind spot a deficit yeah exactly and then i'm excited for this new lego star wars like engine that they have for the games it looks very cool like i always like those games and i they definitely needed a remodeling and i'm glad they're doing that it looks Um, like they spent a lot of time doing that too yeah you know that game went that went game went silent for a long time so i hope it pays off yeah it did i'm hope yes i agree um you want to hit one more you want to talk about the playstation yeah the playstation showcase is coming up next week september 9th if i'm to believe the thing that i had yes september 9th for a 40 minute look and uh kind of cool man because because if you remember i can't remember what they announced recently it was something I, I I thought it was there. They had a showcase recently, I think this summer maybe, um, where they prefaced it by saying you're not going to see this and you're not going to see that and you're not going to see that. So don't be surprised when you don't see them. And this one, they were just like, you won't see. Uh, what did they say? Oh, VR two, the mm. next gen of VR headset, but they didn't add any other prefaces to it or caveats or like exceptions. So I guess my hype level is a little bit higher than it normally would be. So I'm wondering if they're going to show the next Spider-Man game or actually show us what God of War looks like already. That game came out in 2018. I know, but they put out miles like last year. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it is too early, but I don't know, man. Maybe they'll uh, make a Spider Gwen game, and it'll be even shorter, and it can be considered <laughs> DLC, a standalone DLC yeah. for the Miles Morales game, and then it can just keep make... going. And we'll get Spider Ham, we'll get Spider Man Noir. <laughs> you can go down the list. I'd play. Inner... I'd play all of them. Yeah, I would too, except for the pig. I... That Spider Verse game would be pretty sweet. Oh my gosh! Into the Spider Verse game. Uh, or DLC for the uh, Miles Morales. Like that was a pretty. I know that was just a like forty dollar game. Uh, but it would be very cool if they did DLC for that. But I'm sure people are just ready for the next thing by this point. Uh, if I don't know. Showed... You can see what Sony Bend is doing since uh, what was that one game that people didn't really Days like gone. that I played a lot of. Yeah. Days gone. Hit PC game. Days gone. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what they're up to. Um, so I don't know anything you can think of. I know you're not much of a Sony fanboy like AJ and I, but... Uh, give me a Bloodborne patch and give me God of War date and I'll buy a PS5. Right on. When you can find one. And give me more shelf space. Give me a new uh, piece of furniture to put my TV on. So the new TV stand with space for the rocket ship to live on. <laughs> yeah. What was the first thing you, you called out? Bloodborne 60 FPS oh, patch. Yeah. 
Let's I would I would let's love that. do it. Or a director's cut with DLC, all the DLC included. I would probably go through that game again, maybe. You just played uh, it. <laughs> I know. That's why I said maybe. Uh, but I've been hearing people talk about Demon Souls, and I never finished that, even though I was pretty OP. Hmm. Uh, so it got me wanting to go back to the Dark Souls dungeon for a while and give those games a go again, but we'll see. I took um, a vacation and I planned on playing through Dark Souls during it, and instead I didn't do anything. But I that's will also get acceptable back to, way to spend vacation. I will get back to it, anyways. Um, I'm gonna sign off so I can go to this work meeting. Uh, All right, you all can find me at VG Occasion on Twitter. I am not really using social media anymore, but. Uh, sometimes i pop back on just to check in um it's been a pleasure recording today john everybody you too, man. take care Hopefully of we'll each other catch you next week, week. oh sounds good man all right i think so <laughs> all right later dude All right, so I think Chris is gone. You, I'm still here. I hate to break it to you, but I am. Um, so we will have the PS5 showcase to look forward to next week. That's on September 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern time or Central, 3 o'clock Central for those of us here in the Midwest. Um, well, with Chris gone, nobody wants to listen to me talk to myself for an extended period of time. That sounds like a bad way to spend your time. So I will sign off as well. But if you would like to contribute to the content, you certainly can. You can submit a question through our Google voicemail, 507-291-2991. You can also hit us up at Mostly Normal Gamers on the Twitter. You can, or I'm sorry, at MN Gamers Podcast on the Twitter. You can hit us up the old-fashioned way, podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. And you can go check out our website. Hit up all of us on social media if you want. I'm at Johnny Santonite or Nugtets on all the video gaming platforms. AJ is at AJ underscore ID. And Angie's at Stellar Smalls, I believe. And Chris is, oh, he said he's not using social media at the moment. Smart man. Um, lastly, leave us a five-star review on whichever platform it is that you are listening to this on. That would be fantastic, and we would appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye.